It's time now for the complete story, a public news and information feature of Bot Radio Network to keep you informed about the most important issues of our day. Now here's the BRN father and son team, Dick and Rich Bot, with today's complete story. You know, Rich, uh, you and I are going to have such a good time visiting with our guest, and I think our listeners are just going to love it also. But let's start out with the thought that I want every listener to hear. Here's the song. It's a beautiful morning. It's a wonderful day. Walking with Jesus every step of the way. He's got a blessing waiting for you today. It's a beautiful morning. It's a beautiful morning. It's a wonderful day. It's a beautiful morning. It's a wonderful day. It's such a good feeling just to know that you're safe. Don't let your troubles stand in your way. Cause it's a beautiful morning. It's a beautiful morning. It's a wonderful day. The Lord has made this morning especially for you. He hopes that you will be joining in the work he's gonna do. Got a blessing waiting for you today. It's a beautiful morning. It's a beautiful morning. It's a wonderful day. The Lord has made this morning especially for you. That you will be joining In the work he's gonna do He's got a blessing Waiting for you today It's a beautiful morning It's a beautiful morning It's a wonderful day It's a beautiful morning It's a beautiful morning It's a wonderful day Hey, Rich, isn't that a wonderful thought? Isn't that a wonderful message to get a person in gear for the day? Especially that part where you said, walking with Jesus. Yeah. Well, when I was in the archives sometimes back and I discovered this gentleman's music and some of the songs, and we started using them on The Complete Story, and then our listeners on the listener comment line, they started to say, I like that. Well, I like it, too. And so, of course, you know me. I have to look into it. And um, and we've used this music a lot, right, Rich? Well, maybe today we can find out where some of our listeners can order this music. Well, I tell you what, more than that, more than that, we have the gentleman himself as our guest on this broadcast to hear his story, to hear his testimony, and who he is and how it all happened. 
Um, do I call you Pastor or Reverend uh, Carol Roberson? Thank you, sir. It's a joy to be with you. Thank you for having me. Well, it's a pleasure. Uh, tell me now just a little bit about yourself, because when we talked, you know, you made it very clear that you are really a preacher, and it's the message of the Bible and the message that's most important. So tell us about that. I was raised in a little town in northeast Mississippi, Ripley, Mississippi, and I was really not raised in a Christian home. We went to church very rarely, but my father was a believer in Christ and the Bible. Uh, he couldn't even read and write. So the Holy Spirit, I was always conscious that I needed to Christ in my life. And uh, in 1983, the Holy Spirit arrested me and just drew me to salvation. And it was just a glorious change in my life. And then I went through a cancer operation on my throat about six or eight months later. They didn't think I'd ever be able to sing or talk anymore. And then I felt the call to go into the ministry. And uh, it was so strong I couldn't stay out of it. Ended up pastoring a church for a couple of years. And I became kind of troubled with the traditions and the and all of the trappings of traditional church. And I went into full-time evangelism in 1987. So I've been in full-time evangelism since those days. And uh, the Lord just took a simple beginning and has built a ministry that's reaching countless people around the world. And uh, I can't tell you what a humbling experience it is for the Lord to allow me just to have a small part of his great work. Well, my goodness, Carol, could you share with our audience how it was that you came to trust in Jesus? Because you did this as an adult. Uh, what Were you in your 30s or what? I was 28 years old. I, I did attend vacation Bible school occasionally when I was a small boy, and the elderly lady did uh, teach us about Jesus. So I was conscious of, of Jesus from the time I was a child. All I can say, it was just a drawing of the Lord. I wasn't even attending church at the time. But uh, I knew that I needed to be saved. I had an experience with the Lord when I was nine years old, but I didn't surrender my life to Christ until I was 28. You think that lady was planting seeds that later Absolutely. bore fruit. Absolutely. And she was a devout Christian lady, and uh, she was uh, babysitting about 15 or 20 of us, and she always made it a point for us to go to vacation Bible school every year. When I first met you via telephone, just not not long ago, you mentioned to me very clearly that you think of yourself as a common man. And, you know, I was processing that because the Bible, the Lord Jesus Christ, he always thought about the common man. And you recorded a song like that. Could we, I want, I would want our listeners to hear you singing a song on that very subject. Here it is. I'm just a simple common man an ordinary common man i know the world don't really care but i've got eternal life because i know jesus christ that makes me a millionaire wherever i go whatever i do i'm just as common as a plain old shoe but in God's eternal plan He chose a common man When Jesus came to set us free He became a common man like me I'm just a simple common man An ordinary common man 
I know the world don't really care But I've got eternal life Cause I know Jesus Christ That makes me a millionaire I don't fit in with the modern days I like those good old-fashioned ways And you don't have to pretend When you've been born again You can be just what you are When Jesus comes to live in your heart I'm just a simple common man An ordinary common man I know the world don't really care But I've got eternal life Cause I know Jesus Christ That makes me a millionaire I'm just a simple common man An ordinary common man I know the world don't really care But I've got eternal life Cause I know Jesus Christ That makes me a millionaire Yeah, that makes me That makes me a millionaire Folks, we're talking to Carol Rowison, R-O-B-E-R-S-O-N, in Ripley, Mississippi. Now, that's just south of Memphis. Carol, did you tell me the land that you're living on had belonged to your grandparents? That is true, sir, and... uh... That song, A Common Man, certainly echoes a lot of mm. past memories because of the way that I was raised. And uh, that's what inspired me to write the song was the simpleness of my beginning and how the Lord has brought me so far. And my father purchased this land, 13 acres, in the 1950s for $750. Can you believe that? Mm. And uh, that's where I live today. And it seems like every time that I tried to do something I wasn't supposed to do in ministry, seems like the Lord always brought me back to my beginnings. And uh, as I read the Holy Word, we know Jesus was God in the flesh, but as a man, he chose to be a common man himself. And that has never left me. That that is established deep in my mind and heart that I just need to be what the Lord wants me to be. And no matter how much the culture changes, uh, I plan on staying the way that I am because I believe there's a, a demographic of people that the Lord wants me to reach. See, Rich, I told you this fellow is our new best friend. Well, and the gospel's <laughs> for everybody. Tell me about your voice and your surgery. I mean, what you described in the first part of this program is alarming. And here you went through the valley, the shadow, so to speak, and God brought you through that. Talk to us about that, because your music just really goes straight to the heart. I had been saved about six months, and... Uh there was a tumor came up on my vocal area, and it was cancerous, and the doctor said it had to be removed immediately, that it was growing, and uh, they didn't think that I'd ever even be t- able to talk again. But uh, the Lord had other plans, and uh, I had the peace of God with me. I really wasn't worried much about it, but I did make a prayer with the Lord before the surgery. The Lord, if you, if it's your will for me to speak and to sing, that that I'll always use it for your honor and for your glory. And over the years, I have made a covenant with the Lord many times. Lord, you bless the ministry to touch your people, and and I'll always try to not make merchandise out of the gospel, and I'll, I'll try to keep myself pure from 
the trappings of ministry, and I'll just try to be your voice. And he has blessed me, and musically I've been able to record over 50 albums over the years. How could people right now that have just heard what you said uh, get in touch with you and know more about your ministry? I was going to use the word music, but you made it very clear. Music and your preaching and the gospel message out of the Bible is what drives your engine. How could they know more about that? Well, they can just simply go to carolroberson.com, that's C-A-R-R-O-L-L, R-O-B-E-R-S-O-N.com, or they can call our office at 800-523-3228. And uh, we have, of course, all the music is available. And I have uh, I just finished four new commentaries on the four Gospels. It's taken me 10 years to do it from the Hebraic perspective that I think would be uh, enlightening to many people as well. Tell us about your family, and your children, your wife, and all of that, because we are, you know, as whole people— we are more than just one dimension, aren't we? That's so true. I have uh, a beautiful wife. She sings with me occasionally. Oh, really? And, uh, <laughs> yes, her name is Donna. She's quite a singer herself. And people can go to YouTube. We have over 600 videos on YouTube, and they can see her singing on there as well. Plus, our television show airs on TV and Dish Network around the country each week. We have two boys, Shane. He's 43, and Brandon is 35, and... They're fine young men. They're Christian young men, and uh, we have four grandchildren. We live out in the country in North Mississippi, and uh, when we're not traveling on the road, we're we're here at the house, living a simple life. Of course, we mm-hmm. take tours to Israel every year. And uh, tell us about it's, it's those. Not easy to, it's, not, it's not easy to balance your life with family and ministry, as you know. But uh, we try to spend as much time with them as we possibly can. When you recorded the song, How About Your Heart, we're going to hear that in just a minute. What would you tell us about what you were thinking and the message of that song? Well, as you study that Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, Jesus was not impressed with the ceremonialism and the outward religiosity of the scribes and the Pharisees. And and I don't don't think the Lord is impressed with, with just our church attendance and our morality. You know, what is really in your heart? Do you really believe that Jesus is the Son of God? Have you found his will for your life? Are you really walking in the Spirit of God? And What motivates you to do what you do? And I believe we all need to reevaluate our motives and is our heart right with God. Here it is, folks. Enjoy it with me. How about your heart? Is it right with God? Would you ask Christ in today? Is it black with sin? Or is it pure within? Would you ask Christ in to stay? See you as you are outside. Jesus really knows you, for he looks inside. How about your heart? Is it right with God? That's the thing that counts to.
pure heart were made With a window on each side So that all could see What you really are And there was nothing you could hide People often see you Jesus really knows you For he looks inside How about your heart? Is it right with God? That's the thing that counts today Oh yes, that's the thing that counts Hey, Rich, does this resonate with how we have felt? And, of course, your mother and I, when we started Bot Radio Network. Absolutely. I love that song. I love that song. Carol Robertson. Carol, as an evangelist, how can a person know that their heart is right with God? Do you really have the peace of God in your heart? Do you really believe with all your heart, mind, and strength that Jesus is the Christ of Israel? Do you really believe he's the Son of God, that he died for you on the cross, that he was buried, that he rose again? And have you truly, truly invited him to come into your heart? You know, don't substitute church attendance or ordinances of the church. Have you really invited Christ to right. walk with you along this journey? So, And if you do, the Holy Spirit will bear witness with your spirit. Yeah. Jesus lives in your heart. So it's not just a head knowledge, but it's a heart knowledge. Absolutely, and your life will be evidence of that with mm-hmm. the spiritual fruit that you bear. Yeah. Um, take us back just a little bit, if you don't mind, to your growing up um, and the land on which you live now, belonging to your grandparents, there in this little area of Mississippi, Ripley, Mississippi. How far south of that from, from Memphis is that? I'd say we're between 60 and 70 miles southeast of Memphis, and uh you know, I, I I don't want to say this with a with a false humility, but uh, you know, I, I read in the scriptures where the Lord takes simple things and and He uses foolish things to confound the wise. It just seems to be the way God works. And when I think about my life and the people, my family, my relatives, most of them didn't even go to school. Many of my grandparents couldn't even read and write. And uh, to see how the Lord just put His merciful hand down on my life and and uh, put me into the ministry and and then gave me a ministry that blesses hearts all over the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just can't tell you uh, how wonderful it's been, the journey. And, I mean, to think that I came from the hills here in Mississippi, we lived on a, on a dirt road growing up, the last house on a dirt road at that. Didn't have a social life very much, and... Like, for example, I had made 34 trips to Israel, and we've been on worldwide television for years, and uh, to think what God has done, but it all started with that life of faith. God blesses our faith, Mm -hmm. and faith moves the heart of God, and I think that's a stumbling block for a lot of people. 
Uh, they want to do it in themselves and of themselves and think only of themselves. And that's not the gospel, is it? That's true. And, and that, without being critical, because I love all of the Lord's people and all the Lord's servants around the world, but you know, when you're going into the Lord's ministry, we have to be reminded that you know classrooms do not make preachers. And the Lord's not impressed with all of your accolades and degrees. You know, what you are in private, you're no more effective in public than what you are in private mm-hmm. with Christ. Mm-hmm. Carol, let me ask you a question. When did you realize that you had a gift for music, and when did you decide to dedicate that to the Lord's work? That's a very good question. My father taught me how to play the guitar when I was a small boy. And my father was a simple man, uh, and he just taught me the basic chords on a guitar. And when I was converted to Christ, naturally I just started singing for the Lord. I didn't want to sing uh, any worldly music anymore at all. The Lord just changed my whole desire for that. And uh, I'm thankful that before my father went to be with the Lord 15 years ago, I had a chance to thank him and to tell him that what he taught me as a small child is now helping a lot of people come to know Jesus. And as my dad began to weep at his bedside, uh, it was a very moving moment for me. Uh, I believe music is cultural, styles are cultural, but if the message of Jesus is simple and easy to understand in your song, I believe singing can be a form of preaching the gospel. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite verses is the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness, but unto us yes. which are saved, it is the power of God. Hallelujah. Yes, and it's, the God, it's, the, it's the power of the gospel that reaches out there and touches people. Over the years, we have received thousands and thousands of testimonies of people in the Philippines, Africa, Europe, Australia, where they heard the message of Christ in a song and gave their life to Jesus. Mm. I remember a beautiful testimony I received one time from a lawyer in in Illinois. He wrote me a beautiful letter. This is just one little example, but he was driving down the road. He and his wife were having trouble, and he was about to end his life. And one of my songs came on the radio, and he got under conviction and pulled the car off on the side of the road and invited Christ to come into his heart. Mm-hmm. And he said, whatever you do, keep singing about Jesus, because yeah. there's always somebody like me mm-hmm. that might be listening. I um, I want to close the program. Man Alive, we're running out of time so fast. I'm enjoying this, and I know our listeners are as well. But I want you, if we have any time afterwards, to talk about how important a dream is to a person looking forward. Here's the song. If you don't have a dream How can your dream come true? If you don't have a dream Where's your life headed to? God has a plan For everyone it seems But you'll never be The best you can be If you don't have a dream If you don't have a dream 
chance you will lose God wants to bless people just like you If you don't have a dream There's only one thing to do Put your faith in Jesus Your life He'll redeem If you don't have a dream Whatever you do, wherever you are, give Jesus your best and reach for the stars. If you don't have a dream, life will pass you by. The things God can do. You will be surprised He loved you so much On a cross He gave His life Make today be a day That counts for eternity If you don't have a dream If you don't have a dream How can your dream come true If you don't have a dream Where's your life headed to God has a plan For everyone it seems But you'll never be The best you can be If you don't have a dream Give the listener comment line really quick. We'd love to hear from our listeners. 1-800-345-2621. 1-800-345-2621. And Carol Roberson, will you come back and be with us again? Yes, sir. I'd be honored to. Thank you. What a blessing it's been. This is Dick Bott with my son, Rich, on this chapter, The Complete Story, as a public service LCA leader. 